0: First, let me tell you about American financing with mortgage rates still hovering at historic lows. You probably uh, just about anywhere you can save uh, money with mortgage financing or debt consolidation loans. But that doesn't mean you should go just anywhere. The reason that the only mortgage lender I recommend to you is American Financing is simple. I believe in them. I've worked with them since before 08. I've watched them during financial crisis and their people weather the storm. They work for you, not the bank. Please call American Financing at 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's American Financing at 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Net. All right, we get ready for the national radio program in just a minute. Stand by.
1: Is the Glennbeck program.
0: Oh my gosh, Stu comes in this morning and he's just talking about President Poopy Pants. And I'm like, that's not right to call nice. President Biden that. And he's like, what? I think that's his new name. And I said, that's just wrong. He said, well, it's the big thing on Twitter today. And I'm like, well, that doesn't mean you need to repeat it, Stu. President I, President Poopy Pants is wrong. I don't remember any of this conversation well, actually. That's occurring. the way I remember it. Seems and like so you so just weird, want to now talk now about. Now that he's brought it up again, <laughs> we have to talk about President Poopy Pants and the president's poll numbers. Things aren't going well for President Biden, uh, or really any of us, quite frankly. We begin there in sixty seconds. Gosh, stop it with the President Poopy Pants. <laughs> stop it. The Glenn Beck program. All right, let me tell you about. Can you hear him thinking it? <laughs> I can hear him right now <laughs> thinking president poopy pants. <laughs> We're going to talk about it next. And I'm like, that is stop it. Let me take a moment. To tell you about uh, Wendell recently called in about his experience with a uh, relief factor. Wendell has nerve damage in his back and the pain uh, from that has spread down his legs for years. It was so bad. He couldn't walk or uh, get out of bed at times. He's been on serious pain medication for 10 years. Boy, if I were Wendell, I would think this is not going to work. But he decided to give Relief Factor a try. He said within two days, the changes started. He's been able to cut his pain meds in half. And that's just so far. He's been able to get out of bed and walk fine ever since. You want to talk about, I mean, that, that's incredible. Wendell got his life back. Now, 30% of us, it doesn't work. I shouldn't say us. 30% of people, it doesn't work. 70% it doesn't. I'm part of that 70%. It worked for me. It worked for Wendell. Please just try it. 1995, three-week quick start trial pack. Just see if it works for you and get your life back. Relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. Relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. Call them Now. When is he going to bring up President Poopy Pass? When? When? Stop it! Stu, my gosh! All right. All right, I'll do it now! We have to start with it now, otherwise Stu is just... Stop it! Here's the Well, why don't you tell the story, Stu?
1: <laughs> I don't even know the story. You are the one obsessed with I the story. I don't know what you're talking about. Apparently he had a allegedly
0: allegedly thank you for saying that a bit i don't think
1: this is true and i mean that i don't think this is true oh i think people can trust you and and what you say your opinion is on something certainly you didn't lead the show on a monday with with, uh, here's the thing here's the thing (sighs) twitter
0: users explain president joe biden's unusually long visit with the pope by claiming it was a result of a bathroom emergency what senior CBS White House correspondent apparently wa- raised the question when she noted that President Biden's visit en route to the G20 summit in Glasgow had been noticeably longer than those of former presidents Donald Trump and Barack Obama. The Vatican shared that President Biden pro profan- uh, Pope Francis met privately for an hour and 15 minutes, which is a long time for the Pope to spend with any world leader. President Obama's Uh, one-on-one meeting lasted 50 minutes president trump was 30 minutes Uh, although she left out the fact that biden the only catholic among the three might have had more to discuss with the pope because they had the same faith the rumor appeared uh to start a short time after that with a tweet from a former republican nevada chairwoman amy what tarkankian who claimed, without presenting any evidence, that Biden's possible accident was the topic of much discussion in Rome? The world around Rome is that uh, the word around Rome is that Biden's meeting with the Pope was unusually long because he had a bit of a bathroom accident at the Vatican, and it had to be addressed prior to him leading, uh, leaving. I know we joke about this often, but this is an actual rumor going around Rome right now. So <laughs> it is a unverified actual rumor going around. Because of that, hashtag poopy pants, Biden, hashtag shart week, uh, hashtag poopy gate were trending on social media this weekend.
1: And I think that's wrong. And it was wrong for Stu to bring it up. See, these things don't catch on unless there's an element of, of truth behind them. And I think yeah, this, this, one, this one
0: would prove that one wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, there may not be an
1: element of truth in it, but it, there are so many people who would believe such a scenario. You that know,
0: it, I, can I tell, can, would you say what you actually honestly said? This is how it happened. He came in and I said, good morning, Stu. And he said, good morning. I said, to president poopy pants, huh? And he's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> and I told the story and your comedic response was. I don't remember you. Well, you had a setup thing. I don't remember what it was No. Yeah. Uh, I said, uh, you said, I do you believe it? And I said, no, I (laughs) I don't believe it. And I was being serious. And he he said, why not? Right, right, (laughs) right. (laughs) And that's a joke. Mm -hmm. But it's also half serious Mm -hmm. because we all know that he is not in the best of mental shape. And it could happen, and it would be horrible. I, and I don't think it did. I really don't think it did.
1: But there's, well, there's no, there's no real evidence, right, of this.
0: Well, there is a Republican <laughs> political operative that started it.
1: That well is saying you're
0: <laughs> right that's that that's a there's legitimate a rumor. rumor, a <laughs> legitimate rumor. What is a legitimate rumor? <laughs> I don't
1: know. I like that phrase though. Okay, a legitimate rumor is one that I guess is actually being spread around right it's not you're not just making something up correct uh, you know from magic dust correct well and one that probably is is believable in some sense okay so
0: here is here's one reason why president poopy pants is taken seriously by some people because when he was late for a press conference this weekend here is the answer he actually gave cut four.
2: please sit down
1: i apologize for keeping you waiting we were uh playing with elevators <laughs> long story at any rate
0: uh oh <laughs> you were playing did you go into the elevator and just push all the buttons and go look it's like a Christmas tree yeah what did you full elf you were a full elf what what do you mean you were playing with the elevators that's what makes shart
1: week actually seem like maybe it's possible right people believe that that this could happen because it seems like all of his other activities correct are consistent with a person who would do that in a right and
0: it is something also (laughs) that something also that happens when you get into this position here he is trying to remember the the name of one of our our biggest foes cut six
1: with regard to the disappointment the disappointment relates to the fact that russia and uh and uh, and uh, mm-hmm. including China, uh, China, not only Russia, but China, China yes. basically didn't
0: China. show up. This is like an I don't know if anybody remembers this. I mean, but we had that feeling with George Bush and it wasn't because George Bush was um, senile, as I pointed out. Years later, after I had met with him personally, it was because he was processing all of the things he couldn't say and could say, and he just wasn't fast enough. And so he'd be like, and I and I talked to uh, some people about my uh, my um, uh, 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 the uh, uh, shoe. And you'd be like, what? You were struggling to find the word shoe. And that was because, you know, it's George W. Bush. But this is. You know, possibly something else, possibly something else. Now, I don't a lot of people say that, um, you know, there's a real good shot that it's President Poopy Pants, and that is why we're getting such bad, you know, we're getting such bad policy. I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think he is there
1: enough to know exactly what he's doing. Do you agree with that? I do agree with it. I think yeah. we're in the minority on that, maybe. I do, too. Uh, because I think he he wants to be this transform- transformational figure. Mm-hmm. He sees himself as this, this is a big destiny moment for him, right? He's been running for president since 1847, and he finally won, mm-hmm. and now he's in the White House, and he wants to do everything that FDR did and more. Yeah. He wants to be the transformational
0: president. And so he's doing the things that he thinks will transform America because he's honestly convinced that these are the right things to do. Remember, George W. Bush was like, I got to violate the free market, save the free market. What? That doesn't make any sense at all. But what did he say? What did one of the advisors say? It was put to him, you are either going to be Hoover or Roosevelt. As it turns out, "Mm, it's a little like Hoover. But that's the same kind of options being presented to this president. Remember what George W. Bush told me when the president sits in this chair, he will get the same advice that all the presidents have gotten. And he will realize that there is nothing really he can do except what the last president was doing. And he made that to he said that to me like a source of like, hey, don't worry going to be great. Hillary Clinton gets in. She's just going to do what I was doing. Okay. That no, that's really frightening. No, that's why president Trump was so hated by the elites because he just say, get out. He wasn't, he was going to do what he wanted to do. Biden is the exact opposite of Donald Trump. Biden is doing what his advisors want him to do. And his advisors are nuts. They are nuts. They are on the radical
1: fringes. And he's listening to them. So, wait, but that doesn't that stand in uh, against... Joe Biden being in control as we were just arguing? Well, it, just as much as it, it uh, argues against George Bush being in control. No, but, you're, but you said that like, he was just listening to his advisors. I don't think he's just listening to his advisors. He's put these people, first of all, in these positions. I don't think he has. But yes, okay. And he is, uh, sh- yes, taking their advice and, and choosing from a, a plate of options, a mm-hmm. menu of options. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I think, th- you know, he's we have to give him i would argue blame yes. for really acting like a hardcore ideological president over yes. and over and over again he's not a guy that just seems to be like going back to 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 normal it standards depends, and practices but it depends on how isolated he is listen
0: mm. listen to this from chuck todd and then we're going to take a quick break and then i'll explain what i mean on isolation go ahead we have a brand new nbc news poll out this morning that's filled with some scary news for the Democrats. The overarching message, Americans have lost their confidence in President Biden and their optimism for the country. At least they have right now. Just 22% of adults say we're headed in the right direction. A shocking 71% say we're on the wrong track. And that includes a near majority of Democrats who are saying that. President Biden's approval Mm. rating stands at a dismal 42 percent versus 54 percent who disapprove. Mm. Believe it or not, just two months ago, Mr. Biden was in positive territory. Forty nine percent approving, 48 percent disapproving. So what's pulling down the president's numbers? Well, look at this set of numbers. Just 37 percent say he has the ability right now to handle a crisis versus nearly a majority who say he does not. Thirty seven percent also say he's competent and effective as president. 50%
1: disagree with that description. Jeez.
0: Okay, so what did they say in the round table? I want to show you how disconnected they are in 60 seconds. If you haven't tried a built Bar yet, you're missing out. I know what you're thinking. Glenn, it's a protein bar. How could it possibly be anything I'd want to eat? I know, right? That's what I thought. I mean, who doesn't love the taste of a protein bar? And I'm telling you right now, our dog's Love that kibble food, too. You keep fooling yourself. This one, however, tastes like a candy bar because it's made with 100% real chocolate. It's not rubber and chalk like the other protein bars seem to be. Oh, and then some oats thrown in to- inside of it. Oh, I know. I love those oat bars. Built bars are low carb, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, high in protein, and they taste delicious. Revolutionary concept. I know something that tastes amazing is healthy for you at the same time, right? Another great thing about Build Bars, they come in so many amazing flavors. Coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, chocolate almond, really good. The chocolate uh, coconut almond is unbelievable. Um, you just check them out. Check out all of their nine different flavors. A new flavor comes out you know, every three or four days or so. Uh, So, check their website often. Go to built.com. Built.com. Use the promo code BECK15. Get 15% off your order. At promo code BECK15, 15% off. Built.com. 10 seconds, station ID. OK, so once Chuck, uh, uh, Chuck Todd showed the real clear politics and five thirty eight presidential approval trackers, uh, trackers that said the same thing, that we are the, the American people, including Democrats, are saying uh-uh, we're we're headed off a cliff here. They asked why? Why is this happening? The Democratic pollster. Now, remember, these are the people that will be around George. uh, I mean, uh, would be around Joe Joe Biden because he's got ideologues around him and ideologues will look for any kind of reason to excuse it. Democratic pollster Cornell Belcher noted that much of the slide in Biden's approval has come from young Democrats who took to the streets and marched a year ago, and they aren't interested in roads and bridges. They're marching for justice and racial equality. That's why we have to act on that. So if that's what you're hearing from your advisor and you're not hearing the truth that people are like, "Uh, no, we're freaked out by the schools. We're freaked out by what you're doing. We're freaked out by the vaccine mandate. But you're being told your only number, your numbers are only softening because they want more radical agenda. You're not going to be able to. I mean, that's why Rasputin was so dangerous to the czar. Because he was giving them a completely different understanding of what the people were actually saying. I'm not excusing Joe Biden. I'm just saying that I don't think he's in control. I think he's in control of his faculties enough to know what's going on, not to quickly respond to anything, but enough to know what's going on. I think he is really tired probably all the time, and so he's not doing the things that a normal president would do. And he surrounded himself by radicals who were advising him and telling
1: him lies. And the the idea that this drop is coming from young Democrats. I mean, there may be some erosion there, but that's not the problem. I mean, Hillary Clinton lost independence by four points in 2016. Joe Biden won independence in 2020 by 13 points. He's now minus 16 with the same people. Right. And here's and here's why. It's not young Democrats. Because people
0: voted for stability and calm. They wanted to go back to normal. That's the way Joe Biden sold his candidacy. Correct. Enough of this. We're just going to get back to being all Americans and we're just going to go back to normal and it's going to be calm. That's what independence is. Uh, and some Democrats voted for they didn 't like him, they weren 't for the progressive stuff they just didn 't like donald trump 's chaos, and what they got <laughs> is instability and chaos yeah. for an in, this is more this is more unpredictable in its chaos than I think Donald Trump was. Donald Trump, you knew who he was. You knew when you saw something, you knew he's going to do the tomahawk chop this chop this weekend. You knew it. You know it. OK, this guy, you don't know. You wait a minute. The president just let the FBI go after parents calling them terrorists. And he's actually saying it in a press conference. What? That's something you didn't see on the horizon, and that instability is frightening to a lot of people
1: sure, and it should be. I mean, look at all the huge issues that are that have crumbled since this guy took over I mean obviously Afghanistan is maybe the the, the marquee example, but uh, you, you look at the border is it i mean you know the fact that yep, like we're yep. releasing hey, maybe we'll pay four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to all these separated families, that sort of stuff is going on, and I think they totally misjudge mm-hmm. what kind of effect that has on a normal human being. Like, wait, wait, we're going to do what? You know, the border is out of control. The, the prices are going up with inflation. And Afghanistan, Afghanistan is a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. All of these things add up to not only a, 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 an ideological path that America doesn't want cut in, in large part. It also just leads to a completely incompetent group of people that don't know what they're
0: doing or how to do it. So listen to this. This is from an ABC poll. Even among Democrats alone, fewer than half, 47 percent think that the two bills that are now being jammed down everybody's throat in Congress by the president, 47 percent think the two bills were. Um, Uh, will help people like them. A quarter of Democrats think that these bills would make no difference for people like them. And two in 10, 22 percent, don't know how they would impact their lives. Nearly two thirds of Republicans think the bills will hurt people like them. And so do three in 10 independents. Thirty four to thirty four. The split is evenly divided on whether they believe these bills would help or hurt the U.S. economy. Very few, 6%, think the bills would have no effect on the economy, and a quarter don't know. Democrats are more, more likely to think that legislation would help the economy if enacted uh, than Republicans and Democrats, 68% uh, uh, compared with 7% and 29%. So even the what he's trying to push through is wildly unpopular. Even a quarter of the Democrats think that's going to hurt us. That's going to hurt us. And fewer than 50% think it's going to help. That's your legislation that you're trying to push past? That's why these numbers are so out of whack for the president.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Serena recently wrote in about her four-year-old daughter, Sky, who loves the Tuttle Twins books. Skye started uh, her own little greeting card business, uh, wouldn't you know? She was upset that she had to pay money uh, to the government for a business license and taxes. Recently, she was selling her greeting cards in the neighborhood, and someone reported her to the HOA. Oh, my gosh. What, what is wrong with you people? Serena says, Skye loves freedom, and we love the Tuttle Twins. They help us teach her what really matters can't say it better how about you you're working to teach your kids and your grandkids about america and freedoms that we have to protect i highly urge you to get the tuttle twins books your kids will learn and so will you honestly Tuttle Twins are having a great sale right now. 35% discount off their books. Plus, they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. It's a big discount off the normal price. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the discount now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids sane in this crazy socialist world. TuttleTwinsBeck.com.
1: Do it now. Don't forget to head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: Oh, good gully. Welcome to the program. Hey, we have some good news for you. Uh, the uh, time has expired for a lot of people to be able to continue working After the 22nd uh, with your uh, your vaccines. So, you know, what I find interesting is I think that the federal mandate on the vaccines being November 22nd is just such a huge coincidence that it's the week of Thanksgiving. I just don't think it's going to cause any kind of slowdowns with the airports at
1: all. I don't think it's going to cause any kind of problems. And Biden doesn't have a record at all of pointing out significant dates for his ridiculous policies. No. Like we're going to pull out of Afghanistan by 9-11. Right. Remember that whole thing? Yeah. He does yeah. this all the time. Yeah. It's a that's very all accident. Weird, mm, weird
0: coincidence. Weird coincidence. <laughs> Liz Wheeler is uh, with us, host of the Liz Wheeler Show. She uh, has, uh, has found that there's a problem with the U.S. Navy on the mandates. Welcome, Liz. How are you?
2: Glenn, thanks for having me. I'm good.
0: You bet. So tell me what you uh, tell me what you have found with the Navy.
2: Yeah, this is this is so egregious. As someone who comes from a military family and part of a military family, huge supporter of the U.S. military, but man, when there's wrongdoing, they have so much power over people's lives. It's terrible. I've obtained documents that show that at least at one command, a rather large command of the U.S. Navy, they are violating policy by preparing to issue blanket denials of requests. For religious exemption, and this is this is a violation in several ways. But the specific policy states that when someone asks for an accommodation, a religious accommodation, particularly as it pertains to immunization, that um, the command or the chain of command is required to evaluate this on a case by case basis. It needs to be looked at the chaplain first, then it moves up the chain of command. It, like I said, if it's related to immunization, it goes all the way up to the chief of naval personnel, who is a three star. Uh, rear Admiral in the Navy. And what I found is that there is a template, a document that is being used and being given to this command um, that, is, that is telling the CO, who is an O5, an officer, um, to issue these blanket denials. And on this template, there's no there's no place to fill in a request that has been approved. There's only a place to fill in a request that's been denied and not on a case-by-case basis. So these, these people who are serving and sacrificing, who have sworn to uphold the Constitution, they are not having their constitutional rights upheld by their own chain of command.
0: So I'm, I'm looking at the documents that, that you have here. So somebody who is in the Navy says, I have a religious objection to this. They have to go to the chaplain. And then what happens Correct. to them?
2: Correct. So the actual chain of command, as it relates just to immunizations, not other religious accommodations, it goes to the chaplain for endorsement, and then it goes to um, the commander of the command, which would be an 05. Then it goes to the first 06, which would be a captain level in the Navy, the first 06 on the chain of command. And then it skips over everyone else and goes directly to this three-star general, the chief of naval personnel. And what appears, and this is, this is, I should phrase this as a question. I, based on the clues that we see in these papers, one has to ask, one has to wonder why um, this exemption template was authored by the JAG officer, who is a lawyer of a two-star general who is outside this very specific chain of command as Mm -hmm. it relates to exemption requests for immunizations, because this, this individual Um, has power over up to 50,000 naval sailors around the world. And if he's being this hostile towards people requesting religious exemptions, you have to wonder how high this goes and how widespread this is.
0: So this should have gone to the or come from the attorney for the three star, not the two star, because the two star has nothing to do with this this chain of command for uh, religious
2: exemption. That's what it would appear. Yes. It would appear that, that that's certainly, I think, what Congress should uh, inquire if this is happening. Perhaps the things that we have, the, the absolute proof of what's happening is that the 06 um, directed the 05, who's the commander at this, um, at, at, at IWC Quarry Station, that's the, that's the name of the command, directed the 05 to issue this blanket denial. And the affidavits that you see in front of you, the affidavits are from some sailors who heard the commander um, say, I didn't want to issue these blanket commands, but I was forced to by my superior officer, the O6. That, we have proof that that has happened, and that is in direct violation of Navy policy.
0: So what are the kinds of of religious exemptions that that are happening? Uh, are there any? And which, which kinds are acceptable? Because we're, we're hearing all kinds of things like... Uh, You know, uh, unless you are with, who is it, like Christian scientists, you're not going to be able to get this this uh, this waiver.
2: Well, to my knowledge, and up until this moment, I don't believe the U.S. Navy has issued a single religious exemption or has issued a single religious exemption for the COVID-19 vaccine. I could be out of date. They might have sent some out this morning. I don't know. But up until my um, most recent knowledge, they have not issued a single exemption. And it's kind of an unspoken, uh, an open secret, if you will, in the Navy, that these requests are going to be denied. But here's the thing. Here's where it gets constitutional. Here's where there's Supreme Court precedent. The Navy has the burden to show that if they're going to violate someone's sincerely held religious belief that they do so they violate it in the least restrictive way possible as i said this is the f- supreme court precedent well we have documents in that twitter thread that i showed that the previous co of this command said that they fulfilled their mission the navy at this command fulfilled their mission 100 percent during the height of the pandemic which means that zero percent of the service members were vaccinated So it would be an awfully hard argument to make now that 99 percent of the service members are vaccinated at this command, that it would be necessary to achieve the mission to violate. I think there's 20 people total who are asking for these exemptions. So when you're when you compare the idea that they achieved what they needed to achieve with 100 or with 0 percent vaccination versus this burden that the Navy has to prove that they are it's necessary to achieve their mission in order to violate Mm -hmm. these people's rights. Um, it, it just it doesn't add up. It's, it's just hostility. They just have an agenda they don't want. It seems that they don't want to approve these, which is why they're neglecting their responsibility.
0: So how many people do you think um, are actually going to stand and say, I'm I'm not going to take it? What percentage of Navy Marines are we looking at that are just going to refuse it, do you think?
2: I don't know. I don't know. And here's why. Because when you're in the military, you don't have the same freedom to just quit your job the way that you do in the private sector. If you come up against a roadblock like this that, you know, violates your conscience, you don't have that. You don't have that same freedom. And so the repercussions for people in the Navy who refuse a direct order, and this is a direct order from the DOD, these repercussions can be long lasting and devastating, not just to your naval career. You could lose your benefits. You could lose your retirement. I don't know how they plan to enforce this. If people outright refuse, if their exemptions are, um, re- if their exemptions are also denied, but I mean, you could you could theoretically under the legal structure of the military face court martial. So I'm not sure how many people would be willing to face prison time for something like this, or if the Navy and the military would go to that extent. I'm trying to do what I can, you know, to be a voice for the voiceless because they because they don't have the same freedom that you have in the private sector. I'm trying to expose the wrongdoing because they really deserve. May be policy itself to be followed, and that their religious requests for accommodation to be evaluated um, with the sincerity that they submitted them. Uh,
0: why do you think they're doing? I mean, I can go down a conspiracy theory that uh, road that I I don't think it would be hard to uh, accept for people. You know, they've been going after. You know, anybody that they think is a is a radical in the service and the way they define radical is anybody who doesn't believe in the policies of the Democratic Party uh, or who believes in the policies of Donald Trump or whatever. Uh, This is a way to get rid of 10 percent of the hardcore right, isn't it?
2: Well, it certainly is. I mean, and this this is the same with the vaccine mandate in the private sector for federal employees or federal contractors, right? I mean, what better administrative state than one that doesn't include anybody who thinks for themselves, any independent thinkers? And so, like I said, in the private sector, you have. You have the um, autonomy or the agency to quit your job and leave that position. So what better way to eradicate anybody working for the federal government who is a conservative, who doesn't want this vaccine, who thinks for themselves, who, do- who knows that the Biden administration is rejecting science? That's certainly true at the federal government level. And it, it's also true at at. In the military as well. I mean, when the Biden administration took over the White House, when when he was inaugurated president, they immediately took action in the military and they implemented these extremist training briefings, which are essentially the same anti-racist woke garbage that paints conservatives as potential domestic terrorists and white men as these evil, evil patriarchal oppressors. And this is what they're this is what they're indoctrinating military members with. This is what. Officers are required to teach to their subordinates. They're required to brainwash those under their command. And this this hostility is seeping into the depths of the military. It is, of course, coming from the top down, from the commander-in-chief, the Biden administration, through this military brass. But what happens then is the people that end up being left in charge, the people who are willing to do this, are the ones who get promoted. And that's, I think, where you see this hostility towards religion come in. In the case of the religious exemption for the vaccine,
0: what's next, Liz? What's coming? Well, I, mean, I don't what- know,
2: but if you look at that, if you look at that document, there's a very interesting. Um, it's called a chop sheet. It's a sen- it's essentially a correspondence tracker where officers yes. write advice for uh, their superiors. And when one of the officers was evaluating one of the arguments that a sailor made in favor of his religious exemption. He was citing, obviously, the fetal cell lines that were used in the testing of the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine. And on this chop sheet was just this gross hostility, this animus towards pro-lifers in general, making painting this sailor this as an extremist. I think he called it an alarming narrative in his absurd argument. And it just seems that if you're conservative and you're Christian, you know, you believe in the sanctity of life. You believe in science. Um, there doesn't, there seems to be um, less of a place for you in the United States military than there used to be.
0: All right. Where do we find all of this information? Can we go to the Liz wheeler com?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I did a full episode on this, uh, breaking down all the documents. I did a, a massive Twitter thread so that everyone could have access to it. But the best place is really to go to Liz wheeler Show.com, um or go to Apple podcasts and you can, or Spotify or wherever you listen to your pods and, um, and and the, the it's the
0: episode, it calls for a congressional inquiry, episode 68? Correct. Okay, good. Correct,
2: yes, good. yes, episode 68, and in Congress should. They have the duty to, of oversight, and they should use it.
0: Have you heard from any of the, you know, usual players on the conservative side, the Ted Cruz's of the world, or have you heard from any of them?
2: Yes, I've had multiple uh, members of Congress reach out to me. Multiple members of Congress have actually spoken publicly about this already, you know, whether it's on their social media accounts. Um, there's stuff happening behind the scenes, but I'm not the only one, of course, that are worried about this. And you wouldn't believe the amount of emails that I've been receiving from people in the military uh, um, talking about other examples of similar similar discrimination against them since i published this story.
0: Liz Wheeler, thank you so much. The Liz Wheeler Show dot com is where you can find it. Thanks, Liz. We'll keep in touch with you. Back in just a second, Cynthia lives in Alabama. She recently wrote in to tell about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She said, I have two small breed dogs who have digestive issues i've tried numerous brands of food and try to be selective in the types of treats they receive but not much helps however i just started using rough greens recently sprinkling it on their food and i've actually observed less tummy distress is this a nice way of saying my dog has the bad farts i mean because when dogs have there is nothing worse nothing i'd rather live with a skunk but that's a different story Actually, she said uh, the tummy distress is down. They obviously love it because they look at me imploringly until I put the Rough Greens uh, bag out. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rough Greens. Another success story for Rough Greens. Cynthia, thanks for writing in. Amazing how much better our dog's lives can be when we're feeding them the things that make them feel better. You can get a, a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenbeck Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Um, we have an update on the uh, climate uh, study. Wasn't it weird that Joe Biden was not wearing a mask with the Pope? I mean, there's two elderly men that shouldn't get
1: it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I don't understand. No yeah, that's weird. I also found it odd that CNN was broadcasting from halfway across the country. You know, Glasgow is where the event is, and they were yeah. in Edinburgh. Which is like far. It's not like right, right around what the be corner. It's like covering <laughs> the Iowa caucuses from Dallas. Right. What's the problem? Right. Which it's is fine. I th- though, I don't know why you would. Like, if your studios are in Edinburgh, you might say, all right, we're just going to stay here and cover it from here. Fine. But to fly all the way to Scotland and then be in the wrong city seems like an odd choice. What? Well, it right? is kind of like.
0: Oh, it's been a long <laughs> plane ride. Do we have to drive? <laughs> Hey, the rest of the way,
1: really? And then they tweeted after. They're like, well, just to be clear, the, the Air Force One landed in Edinburgh and then they, they drove to Glasgow. I was like, well, that's what you're supposed to do, too, then. Like, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we just don't want to follow them. I mean... Oh. Uh, we, we were saving the emissions from driving from one city to the other. I, it's so... It's it just... It's mind-boggling. Did you see the footage of the Biden um motorcade which I, it was like it was like the beginning of Star Wars where like the, you know, the words keep going and <laughs> wasn't space falls that had the they show the big spe- uh big you know ship going by and it goes by and it's like awkwardly too long yeah, it just yeah, keeps yeah, yeah. going yeah. and going yeah, yeah, and going. Yeah, yeah. And going, yeah. going. Yeah. That's what this footage looks like. What I I understand you're the president of the United States. You can't you're not going by yourself in a Kia. I got it. But like do you need every person from the United States to go to this climate conference? Every I think it's just us so in this it, studio
0: and everyone else is in Glasgow. How many how many leaders are there? Like, I don't know, fifteen, maybe? Oh uh, yeah, I don't yeah. Was say, let's be crazy. Twenty? There are twenty thousand support <laughs> staff traveling with them. <laughs> it's use the carbon footprint of this is more than Scotland uses in like a year maybe two years i mean what what are they thinking what are they thinking we have an update on the glasgow um uh, summit very important you know if you're on the side of evil next
2: this is the glenn program